Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Today, our podcast is going to be about treating your spouse more like your boyfriend or your girlfriend, which I think is a really exciting topic. It's a great topic, and it's one that it took us really a long time to realize and discover, and man, we had to go hell and back really to discover this one, and so we hope that you, our friends and listeners, uh, can you know, do some takeaways on this. Yeah. And we don't want you to have to go through hell. If you can figure this after five years of marriage, 10 years of marriage, 15, whatever, don't be like us in this, how we discovered this, but at least learn from us and learn how to do it for yourself. I I can tell you this concept. um, I was talking with a friend one night after Jennifer and I, we had been going through a lot in our marriage. Um, I had moved out of the house um, I had a girlfriend. Um, it was unpleasant. And uh, I, I had a couple friends that would come see me. And I had a good friend of mine that uh, we were sitting there at dinner and it was late. And we were just talking about this. And I explained this concept to him. And he just had like, he was just so looking at me, just so intense and and was taking notes And literally, I remember him getting like the placemat was paper and he turns it over and he's just writing all these notes down. And I had to leave. I I wanted to go back home. And he looked at me and said, Kevin, I don't want my marriage to go down this path that you have. But I think he had some realizations maybe of to say, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not treating my wife like a girlfriend. And he just had this epiphany. And so he was writing all this. I remember distinctly leaving the restaurant. And looking through the window and seeing him still at the table, still writing down stuff. And so I think, um, you know, for us, this is when that this came about was as we started going through counseling and really connecting and Jennifer and I were talking more and writing things down in journals and discovering ourselves. This was a big realization I think that we had is to say, gosh, what if I treated you, Jennifer? What if I, Kevin, treated you, Jennifer, like a girlfriend? What would that look like? What would I do differently in my marriage? And you said, what? What if? Yeah, and I thought the same thing. What if I was treating Kevin as my boyfriend? Like I treated him years ago when I first met him. I was bringing him gifts and doing all these great things for him and thinking about him nonstop. I couldn't wait to see him. To fast forward to that time in our marriage where I wasn't doing anything for him. Yeah. I really. Think, I mean, I I was, but I was... I was we, we, we both started giving each other... We were in minimum. a rut. Yeah. We were in a rut. We probably had a C minus D plus marriage. I'm If we're going to grade our marriage... Yeah, probably so. Right. And we thought, nobody wants to go say, hey, I'm just kind of barely making this by, you know, my marriage is, eh, you know, coasting. Yeah. We, we were like, we wouldn't have an A plus marriage. And yeah. so that's one of the things we kind of thought conceptually. And I think it's so interesting because we say we get married for time and all eternity, yet we totally take our spouses for granted and we aren't giving them our best self. Mm. We're giving that to 
our primary class, our the PTA. calling, the PTA, our kids, our neighbors, everyone else. But the person we need to really be focused on is our husband or wife. And that's who should be at the top of our list below our, our own selves. We should be first. Yeah. But um, so I, I just remember I knew that our marriage was in a rut. And it's easy to do, right? It's super easy, particularly after you've like been married for so long and you start to function more as like mom and dad. Yeah, and, and kind like of like couple. roommates. But who wants a roommate? And you could get a roommate anywhere. You married this person supposedly because they were the love of your life. You wanted to be married to them forever. And and then life happens. Yeah, right? you start life spin, happens. You start spinning plates that... You know, you've got 30, 30 plates up in the air and you're running from one spot to another as plate spinners of soccer and this and that. And and you're not spending that time where if you treated that person like your boyfriend or girlfriend, there's not that many plates in the air. And like yeah. you you simplify your life. And, and if you close your eyes and remember when you were courting your mm-hmm. spouse and think about like how excited you were to see them. Even if you just got to spend 30 minutes with them or whatever. You couldn't wait to hang up. Like, you yeah. don't want to hang up the phone. Like, you could, oh, yeah. you hang up first. I, <laughs> I can't do it. You hang up first. Yeah. Yeah. So and now it's like, oh, I got to go. Bye. Yeah, See ya. Yeah, like, meetings. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't even think about calling them during the <laughs> You just look at the phone. Oh, it's just my wife. Yeah. yeah. Like, you would never say, like, oh, it's just my girlfriend calling. Like, oh, my gosh, my girlfriend's calling. <laughs> you know, it's like, hold on, guys. Let me take this call. It's my girlfriend. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, so I just think if you could close your eyes and just think about what what you're doing now versus what you would have done then and just find some things that you can start implementing to really make your marriage an A-plus marriage because it is totally possible. Yeah, and I love how you said like we, you know, most religions probably think you're married forever, right? And in our church, we'll use that phrase a lot of time and all eternity. Well, we focus so much on the eternity that we fail to look at the time like that we're here. Like, oh, we're just suffering through this, you know, and just can't wait to get to eternity. Like, what if we got to eternity and all of a sudden God's like, you two don't even like each other, I don't think. Like, you're spending forever together? It's like, well, we thought it'd be better on this side. I don't know. You know, so <laughs> why not enjoy the ride, A, and B, as you start to treat that person like a boyfriend or girlfriend, it, like, it revitalizes you. It, it, uh, you have creativity again. Yeah, it's oh. so much better in the excitement, and you really start feeling like you're in college again. or Right, and so you can, like, here's what happens, right? In, in people that maybe have affairs, that they, they find this spark in somebody else, and all of a sudden they start to get creative with them and do different things that they would for a girlfriend in this new relationship where it's because they quit doing it in their other relationship. And so you could be like, what if I actually just did that in my own relationship? So yeah, much easier, right? And so much better because you so have a history better. with them. You have kids with them. It's healthier, it's, better, yes. financially more secure, et cetera. So we've got several examples that we'll, that we'll go through that we have started to look at. And when we got raw, like we started getting raw with one another. When we were going through some serious counseling, this is like one of those deep dives, you know, 200-meter cave dives in the dark. We just okay. Here's the deal. I, I'm gonna throw one out there. Okay. I'm like, babe. Here's the deal. You as a wife come to bed in like flannel pajamas. You're like you're at footed flannel pajamas, socks on, um, whatever. It's like it could be summertime, and you're like, well, how does a girlfriend come to bed? I'm like, a girlfriend comes to bed naked. 
Like, she's not wearing flannel pajamas coming to bed. Like, she wants to cuddle with you, snuggle with you. And as married couples, what do we do? We, like, stake out opposite sides of the bed. But think about when you were, like, first, like, in love and and dating each other, we were spooning. Who wants to be the big spoon tonight? I'll be the big spoon. Who wants to be the little spoon? Like, you would lay there and your arm would fall asleep. And, like, as, as she laid on you, it was painful. And you didn't dare move your arm out from underneath her. And now you go to bed like, ah, you're on your side of the bed. I'm on my side of the bed. And that's it. So that was one of the things we said. And you might not even sleep in the same bed. Oh, my gosh. We know people, we know couples don't even sleep in the same bed. And I'm like, so that's kind of where it morphs to. And, like, imagine, again, you've got a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And you're like, you know what? Let's just sleep in separate beds. Let's sleep in separate bedrooms, separate beds. That relationship is not lasting long. It's destined for disaster. So that was one of the things that we got raw. And I said, babe girlfriends come to bed naked, not in footed flannel pajamas. I will tell you, I've talked to buddies about this and they've been married a long time or whatever. And they all like shake their head and they're giggling and laughing. And I guarantee you there's women that are out there listening to this. Like, Oh my gosh, I come, I, but I love my <laughs> flannel pajamas. Like babe, you used but let to me have... just tell you sleeping naked is the most liberating thing you could ever do. And it's amazing. It's and hot. it's amazing for your marriage, your relationship. No, it does not mean you have to have sex every night. Nope. But there's it's a level such, of intimacy. Yeah, it it brings your intimacy to the next level. And I would never go back any other way. I would never do it any other way. Yeah, sorry, mother in law, if you heard that, but that's the reality. <laughs> um, so I look at that as to say Yeah, and it, we sleep together right we we call it pretzel we're like a pretzel yeah and... like we are intertwined now more <laughs> than like ever than before and it's like i feel weird now not reaching over and touching you were before like literally i was on the far right part of the bed you're on the far left part of the bed and that was it and now it's like we just sleep kind of right in the middle and it's just it's so much better so much better and yeah. so we so we were like what would what would a boyfriend girlfriend do they're going to be together when they sleep together and they get or even so. wearing lingerie, just something. Make sure you have lotion on. You smell good. Yes, let's go. Let's um, go. Point number two. Yeah, point number two. You could, you know, maybe wear lingerie every now and again, if that's a thing for you or your husband. I think making sure you smell good. That you know, I think so many times it's like you're so tired and you've taken care of the kids, and who who cares what I smell like? Well. If you Maybe thought your about it, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. really don't do it for him, do it for you. Sure. Do it for you so you feel pretty and confident. And, you know, it might take a lot of work for you to feel confident in that's a very vulnerable um, thing to do, but it's very powerful. Yeah, I mean, because think about it you go to the gym, you go do yoga, you go for a run, you come back home. You're sweaty, and then you're hanging out in your sweat clothes, your yoga pants all day. You're a young mom. I mean, babe, you were shuttling kids you around have, all like, over the place. Spit up, you Whatever. Have food. <laughs> you're not feeling like a woman, and I'm not feeling like a man in yeah. that moment. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, it's like, well, she understands. He understands. And you come to bed, but then you're at work or out all day, and you see other people. They all smell good. They all put makeup on. Their hair's all done. I remember Dr. Laura Schlesinger said this one time. In our, in our book, The Proper Care and Feeding of Husbands. And some people are going to hate that book. They hate Dr. Laura Schlesinger. It's a really good book, though. Got and it. it's probably really true. It, and <laughs> I just remember in there, she talked about this concept. She was mm -hmm. like, look, if your husband works outside the home and goes out there and you don't work outside the home and you're at home, your husband is bombarded all day long with 
women that are dolled up and smell good and look good and have new clothes on. And then he comes home to you and you're in your sweatpants. You've been in for three days. And so she was saying, look, if he comes home every day at five, get ready at 430. And in his mind, you've looked like that all day long. He has no idea, right? right? And that's something you'd probably do for your boyfriend or girlfriend, right? If you come up from the gym or you've whatever, you want to smell good. Our daughters all the time talk about guys that they're like dating or whatever. They're like, oh my gosh, like I wish they had better hygiene or whatever. And it's like, you know, yeah, put a little DO for your BO on yes. and, and have some like <laughs> some cologne, get a new cologne, smell good. You would do that for a boyfriend or girlfriend. Why not for your spouse? Definitely. So what's another problem? And I, and I think, um, and don't necessarily do it for them. Really find these things inside right. of you that you want to be because it can only last so long. That person may not appreciate or whatever. But if you're doing them for you, you're going to feel better about you. You're going to show up better in your marriage and you're going to be able to connect better. Yeah. If I feel more masculine in our marriage, you feel more feminine in your marriage, you feel more sexy and I feel sexy or whatever, whatever that does, that shows up in the marriage, right? And then it, it will help the other person feel that way a little bit too. So what's another way treat a boyfriend like a... Well, I think, um, you know, making dinner, making their favorite meals, thinking about, okay, what would my husband like? What would he appreciate? And it doesn't mean every single meal, but just every now and again. And when you do it, make sure he knows, babe, I made your favorite meal tonight. Right. I hope you really like it. And so that way you acknowledge that you know what he likes and it just, it creates a lot of connection. Also, like sending text messages, um, be a little flirty. I think we get so on guard, like, is this right? Is this okay? Like, really, anything in your marriage is okay to do. Yeah. Yeah, You're anything. marrying this person. Yeah, yeah, you married them. Like, they should be the person that you want to say flirt with, and you definitely don't want them flirting with someone else. So definitely right. step up your game and start flirting with your husband. Yeah, because you would with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. You'd say that. And, and I love getting you know kind of flirtatious text messages from you now. We didn't do that for years and years and years. And honestly, it was kind of awkward. Like when you do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, my wife's trying to like be my <laughs> girlfriend now. And like, whatever. I'm like, this is so not, like, who are you? Like, I remember thinking that. And now I'm like, I love it because it's just be kind of become who you are and you laugh about it and you like it. And like, you're giving me kind of some crazy emojis and it's just like awesome. And, and it's fun now, um, where you're not in this rut. Yeah. Um, and and I, you can do things that aren't comfortable. It's good to be yeah. uncomfortable. So figure out something that, you know, just spices up your marriage. Here's the thing I, I think too. So not just like sexual things with boyfriends and girlfriends, but like, I know for you, that one of the things that there's two things that I know that you appreciate, I think. One is having the bed made. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is with women that want to have the bed made. Like as dudes, like I don't think we ever want to make a bed. It's like it's it's a, such a waste of time. But and then we've got so many pillows on a bed. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, but I've learned that women like to have the bed made. So it's like, here's the thing. If I had a girlfriend. And even if I'm running late to work, I tell myself this consciously. I'm like, oh, I'm late. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm thinking, wait a minute, dude, if I had a girlfriend and I want to impress her, guess what? I can, I'm already late. I can be another two minutes late and it's not going to be a deal breaker because I'm already five minutes late, but I better go make that bed. And she'll notice that 
because I would do that for my girlfriend. And even if you don't say, oh, babe, you made the bed, I know that I did something for you as I would a girlfriend, right? And that is a big deal. And another one is, I think, notes. Again, painting with a broad brushstroke. I, I have never saved one card, babe, that you've ever given me. <laughs> Don't worry, I saved them for you. I know. <laughs> Thank you. We'll look back at those someday with fondness, I'm sure. Yeah. But but for you, you know, giving a, a little card, writing a little note beside your bed, a little post-it note on the mirror, um, putting something in your car, in your purse that's a little note. Guess what? You would do that for your girlfriend. It takes three minutes. It just takes a little extra effort to do that. And again, you would do it for your girlfriend, but we start stopping those things somehow when we start wearing flannel pajamas to bed and you're coaching a team or you're working. And so you stop that. But if you treated that spouse like a boyfriend or girlfriend, you would do those little things. So what, what's something else? Another example. Well, I was thinking, um, I like the, the question is, what kind of marriage do I want? And how do you want to fill? And I always go back to, I want to fill love and connection with my husband. And so all these things Mm -hmm. will do that. They're all going to bring, give me the feeling of love and feel connected. So I just think everyone's going to have a different thing that they want, need. um, Yeah. What's their love language, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, can I I say a couple uh really fast? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you and I, when we kind of had this big, discussion mm-hmm. and got real raw. I said, babe, I am so tired of planning out all of our dates. I felt, and it wasn't that case, but I felt that that was the case and it wasn't. But you, but you then took ownership and said, you know what? You're right. I'm going to plan some dates and you're super creative. And all of a sudden your creative juices started flowing and thinking of new restaurants we could go to, different activities we can go do. And it's been awesome. Right? It's been awesome. I feel loved. You would do that for a boyfriend. If you're dating somebody, like, oh, let me do something, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it's like, great, why not do that for your spouse? So planning some dates, um, getting creative with it, not going to the same restaurant over and over and over again. How about going at a different time, whatever? And the other thing that, that we've done, again, we're not experts on this, but one of the things that we did do was that we got a little journal, you know, if women love cards, let's say, mm-hmm. or let's say a man loves cards, whoever yeah. loves the card in the relationship, you can't go to Hallmark every day and buy a card, right? You're going to go bankrupt. Because yeah. cards expensive. are like $10. <laughs> like, when, did a, when did a Hallmark card become $10 anyway? We look at that as to say, why not go buy a little notebook, put it beside the bed with a pen, and you can just write that person a note when you feel like it, and they see it right beside the bed then. And it's not a Hallmark card, but it's your own words. Mm-hmm. And they get to see it. And then you can reciprocate back if you wanted to and write them a note and put it on their side of the bed. So it kind of goes back and forth on both sides of the bed or wherever you want to put it in the kitchen or by the mm-hmm. desk or whatever your deal is. But yeah, that's something I, you do. Yeah, I just think just being mindful, aware of different things that you might need, you want, might want, and just – being proactive and doing those things. Yeah, that's that's the key, right? Is being yeah. proactive and being creative. Thinking of, like if you're dating somebody, like you said, babe, you're calling them, you're texting them, shooting a little video, you're walking to work, whatever, like, hey, babe, just thinking about you. And you send that text, you're driving home, you call them, whatever. You, you make a playlist. Mm-hmm. Like these are our songs, you know? Yeah. 
You yeah. put that together. Yeah. And we've done all those things. I think it's it's been And we didn't awesome. before, but we, we started, yeah. like, once we had this concept of saying, I'm going to treat you like a girlfriend for the rest of my life, instead of, you know, just my wife at 25 years, it really elicits some creativity, mm-hmm. and which we kind of lose maybe after a while. Yeah, but I just think it's a mind shift, and we get lazy. We do get we lazy. We get lazy, and we think, oh, but they're ours forever, so... I think another thing we love doing is our Saturday mornings. We like going to breakfast and going to yoga. So find something that you can do that is special with your spouse. I think just trying all sorts of things. We've tried all sorts of things. Some things are like, eh. Some things are really amazing, and we do them every every chance we get. Yeah, and, and I, I like that. Like, we're not like huge hikers, but all of a sudden, we I think you found a couple of hikes that we've gone on. We're like, yeah, why don't we do this more? This is great. Or a, a quick little getaway trip, or just we we started like a certain baseball team, um, and I know that you like that, and I like, so we bought T-shirts. We've never done this before. Yeah. We're really not these people, <laughs> but we'll like wear the the team that we follow now the shirt on, and I'll see like wow, there's a great game that's on, and say, babe, what do you think about dinner in the theater room tonight, watching the game together? And it's awesome. And, you know, it's just little things like that you get creative on. That's that's the key thing, I think, is treating your, your spouse like a boyfriend or girlfriend. Don't get lazy. Be creative with it. Because trust me, you do not really want your spouse to ever have an outside boyfriend or girlfriend. It's It's a nightmare. It's an awful thing. But if we can just focus on your marriage and focus on learning that from, from us, learn from our mistakes— and then it can help you with your marriage. Yeah, because candidly, the energy effort that you're going to put in to try to keep a girlfriend or boyfriend happy, it's like if I just took half of that energy and plowed it back into my marriage, it is so much more beneficial to everybody, right? And so you don't have to go blow something up to go reinvent yourself and feel alive again. You just kind of have to turn together and say, we're kind of in a rut here. Like, what are we going to yeah, do? Yeah, and, and be honest. What yeah. you really need, what you want, what we, what, what you, you miss. Yeah, what you miss, what you be vulnerable, be willing to have the conversation. Sit down and just talk about it. And what's the worst case thing that could happen? I don't know. I I think only good could come out of the conversation because you could really start bringing a spark back into your marriage. Love it, babe. So that's the whole concept. Everybody treat your spouse like a boyfriend or girlfriend. And it will, it really revitalizes things. It spices things up in your relationship. It puts pep in your step. You feel more connected. You feel more in love with one another, in love, right? Not just love, but in love with one another. So, So with that, like us on Facebook, on Instagram. Please be a subscriber to this. Hopefully you're getting something out of this. Share this with people because we want to have more people to listen to this, the more people we can help. We want to get some some great feedback from everybody. So with that, remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 